Welcome back to the Lindsay Morgan Snyder podcast, where we are all about the internal world, the interior life. I am one who believes that personal growth and Jesus do not have to oppose each other. Actually, they work very well together. So if you're anything like me, you're going to love this podcast. I want to tell you about something real quick I have starting this week. It is the Letting Love In Accelerator featuring the scripting method. It's an eight-week program that starts this Wednesday. If you have any interest in this, feel free to email me at lmorgansnyder31 at gmail.com. I'll put the link in the bio. Talk to you later. I want to talk for a minute about what becoming means. If you've been a Christian for any amount of time, there are these two camps that I've been around, which one is you already are who God created you to be, and one is that you're you're coming into who God created you to be. And I think it's a little bit of both, actually. And because I was saved in the very evangelical kind of Baptist church understanding, and then I experienced also the very charismatic type of belief system, I feel like my parents are divorced. Meaning my church denomination parents, I'm not talking about my literal parents, I'm talking about, uh, you know, where I was birthed out of when it comes to my Christian faith. And it kind of makes me a little bit sad, but I'm not here to fix that. But what I am here to talk about is the art of becoming, right? We are becoming who he originally created us to be. And... I think both sides would possibly slightly disagree with me, which is okay. I'm just going after my understanding with the Lord of what is happening to us on earth. Like what is going on, right? Like as we're walking on this earth, what what is God doing in our lives? Why are we here? I don't know if you guys ever asked this question, but like, what is the point of my life? (laughs) I often hear the Lord say back to me, what if there isn't a point? What if you're on a journey with me? And I'm like, but what are we doing on the journey? (laughs) Of course, he has beautiful exploits and things for us to do and to be lights of the world. And I understand that. And there's just so much of that in scripture that we can we can read about and understand but there's something else that is happening in us right and to us we already have the fullness of Christ in us we already are you know a citizen of heaven and yet walking on earth right there's there's all this truth about what is going on but i always like to dig a little deeper only because i'm curious personally And as God has shown me about personal development when it comes to being a Christian, you know, I've questioned it 
to be honest with you, because I'm like, well, do we need to develop as a person, as a Christian? Some would say yes. Others would say, no, Lindsay, you already are who you are. You already have everything in Christ, which I agree with. Actually, I agree with both of those sentiments. I'm not trying to be Switzerland here. I'm just being honest. So I've been, you know, pressing in with the Lord on this and, and, and really asking him. I always want to really deeply understand what it is he's asking me to do. Not because I'm afraid, because I, I want to, you know, I want to really understand his heart and what he wants me to communicate to others. I don't just want to like ramble on about random things, you know, like that's not helpful to anyone. And so I asked him about this and I thought it was really interesting because what I sense is that we are becoming who we've always, who we originally and always created to be. We are becoming that. Although, do we already have it? We do. But are we becoming it? We are. What does becoming mean? You know, we don't want to like, we don't want to like perform our way into our identity. That's probably slightly unhealthy. But what does the word becoming mean? You know, I, I really wanted to sit with that. I'm a little bit of a word nerd. And I wanted to sit with that. What does becoming mean? Well, becoming doesn't say doing. So it doesn't say we're do coming. I know that's super weird, but it says becoming. So we're being, right? We are being who we are. And then we're coming into who he originally created us to be. Now, that doesn't mean that we don't have the fullness, but maybe we're coming into more of an understanding, more of an owning, more of a receiving, more of a connection to who we already are. Does that make sense? I'm with you on this. I'm not saying I have it all figured out. But I want to understand this idea of what it says in Ephesians 1. Like, we are seated in heavenly places. We have everything. We have the fullness. We have every spiritual blessing. So that is true. That is truth. And that is true. And I believe that. But then there's still this like development or growth, maybe in character, you know, that that he's still taking us on and through, right? And it's quite nuanced and it's quite interesting to me to how to quote unquote balance those, how to balance this idea of like, I have everything. I have every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realm. I already have it. And yet, there is a lot of imagery in the Bible about growing and and developing. And how do we how do we hold those two in quote unquote balance? It's a great question. <laughs> I don't know that I have a perfect answer for you, but I do think the word becoming is very interesting. Because it means we're being, we are being, we are being, we are being who we are, we are resting, we are, we are understanding 
who he's made us, who we already are. But then we're also at the same time coming into it. We're, we're, we're not perfect humans, but we're ever coming into maybe an understanding of what we already are. And as we come into an understanding of it, it starts to change us. Does it change us on the inside, the outside? I don't know. But what I do know is that we have the fullness of Christ inside of us, right? His spirit dwells within us. He's in us. There, He is perfect. There is no problem there, right? But we've got this soul realm, right? This mind, will, and emotions. <laughs> oh, that can need some developing. That can need some growth. And that's okay. That's okay. That's great. And that is what I love to talk about is the development of our soul, our mind, our will, and our emotions, which can be super impacted by this, this, this natural realm, this earthly place that we reside, you know? And although we are citizens of heaven, we occupy this earth. And so we have this mind, will, and emotions that can be developed into a healthy state which will only catapult us forward. And, and, and you know, my pastor, Bill Johnson, who I went to Bethel uh, to ministry school, used to say, God wants to make sure you have the character in order to the character in order to like withstand your assignment or your blessing or your blessing might take you out meaning like god is good and all his gifts for us are good but just like a child <laughs> If you gave a child who wasn't quite, you know, developed in their understanding of, you know, how they shouldn't maybe just eat sugar candy for five days in a row because it would make them not feel good. Similar to us, like if he gives us something that is good before our soul can handle it the character of our soul, it could squish us. (laughs) And I haven't always fully understood that. But I do remember an example God showed me. I was really mad, y'all. I was so mad. I was working so hard on my podcast, like, so hard. I was making no money. I was, you know, doing what I thought God was telling me. I would, you know, put it up on Instagram, and I would get, like, seven likes, No, I'd get like four likes and then I'd ask some friends to like it. You know, like I was like, what is the deal? And then I heard about this young lady who was much younger than me, probably 16 years younger than me. And she had all these things that I desired to have. 
and yet she took her own life. And I felt like God said to me very strongly, Lindsay, if it's up to me, you're not going to get everything when you want it because I'm a good father. And I know that if you get everything you think you want when you want it, it will destroy you. And I believe he was making a bit of a correlation between this young girl who had it all, yet for some reason, like, took her life. And I I can't, you know, I can't say why, and, and I'm not really trying to. But he spoke to me very strongly about that. Because, again, this girl had a lot of things that I wanted, that I thought if I had that, you know, then I would be happier. I don't know. Or, you know, like that would be, I don't know, the end goal or something. And again, I have no idea when what went on with this beautiful young girl, but something, there was something that she, you know, must have dealt with in her life that told her that even though you have all these things, there's still no hope. You know, and again, I don't want to get into why she did what she did, but but it was very strong message for me. Like, there's a reason that God puts us through a process in order to give us what he wants to give us. Because like a little child, if you get everything you want, you end up as a very dysfunctional adult. You can't function as an adult because you're used to just having everything handed to you and you've never had to learn perseverance, say. And it's funny because in scripture, you know, it says that perseverance leads to character and character leads to hope. And hope does not disappoint. Isn't that interesting? Perseverance leads to character. Scripture talks about our character. And character leads to hope. So I'm not saying I understand, you know, the difference between having every spiritual blessing, having the perfect one living inside of me, and then this whole, like, and yet we're becoming, and yet we are, you know persevering and characters being built and that brings hope. I'm not saying I understand why they both coexist. Maybe someone smarter than me can send me an email and let me know. (laughs) Because this is a conversation. This isn't something I'm coming to you as a guru about and telling you I know better than everyone. No, you know me. I don't usually do that. There's a few things I think that the Lord has taken me on a long process and I do know a lot about, but it's for sure not everything. And I like to bring these things up so we can think, so we can use our beautiful minds, you know, so we can press into the Lord. We can press into Father. We can ask him these questions. We can ask Jesus these questions and we can get revelation around it because it's fascinating. And it's, you know, talking with, with Jesus and Father 
and Holy Spirit about these things just builds intimacy. And that's really what I'm all about. (laughs) Intimacy with God. Because it's the best part of being a Christian. (laughs) And if you don't know that, let me just tell you it's the best part. So I hope this gets you thinking gets you pressing into the Lord, asking him questions, searching through scripture, and just understanding it for yourself. It's very beautiful and important and deep and rich. And that's what we're going after, right? We are people who want to develop into everything that God has created us to be, and not in a performance-based way, but in a co-laboring, walking with him kind of way, you know, and journeying with him, as he likes to tell me. We're on a journey. And the best part of the journey is that we get to journey with the kindest human I've ever met. And I know he's not human, but the kindest quote-unquote person I've ever met. I think Graham Cook says that as well. I agree with him on that. All right. Well, I bless you guys. I'm going to pray for us. Lord, it is such an honor to walk with you day by day, moment by moment, to learn from you as our teacher, as our Messiah. It's amazing that you would walk with us and want to talk with us and teach us and help us to understand and grow and develop and mature and blossom. It's amazing that's what you that's what you love doing with us, Lord. It's so cool. <laughs> and so I just pray you continue, God. We're so trying our best, <laughs> which sometimes is a mess, but God, you are so kind and you you are so loving and you know how to Help us all get back on track. If we've wandered off, which I do, if we've wandered off in our emotions or we've wandered off in our mind or (laughs) we've wandered off in our will even, Lord, you know how to bring us back and continue to walk with us. And you don't shame us. You're not upset. You're just like, oh, just like a, a shepherd with a staff. You just slightly put the stick out and move us back on the path. We're so grateful you're that kind of God, Lord. So I just bless everyone listening to this, Lord. I thank you for what you have ahead for all of us. Would you lead and guide, Lord, with your peace and your goodness? We praise you and thank you in Jesus' name. Thanks, guys. Thanks so much for listening. Love you so much. Would love for you to check out the show notes. It's got all the latest and greatest when it comes to what we're doing over here. So check it out and we will talk to you next time. Love, much love, always so much love.